La da 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 da. Good morning, Lobster Crew! Is Life Flight by Kung to play that a while ago. Still not over it though. Some program. Mm, lovely bit of gear. 
hold tight the crustacean nation. Hoo-wee! You're damn right. It's Monday morning. It's four minutes past ten. It's freezing, freezing cold in here. I've got multiple layers. I'm scarfed up. I've got the radiator next to me. It's doing diddly squat. Wesley Snips, he just doesn't know what to do. He's just absolutely beside himself with the cold. It's appalling. It's not great, is it? My God. We got a, we got a ram, ram-packed show for you today, though, Lobsters. Uh, we have got, um, I want to say we, I mean me and Snips, uh, all manner of nonsense from the news. It's been a good weekend for madness. Uh, that's fine. And uh, we've, I've got good selection of shoe throwers. Also, um, I've set up an answer answer phone service for Threshold, um, and uh, I got an answer phone message from Nick Clegg, uh, former leader of the Liberal Democrats and sort of part time Prime Minister, who's going to work for Facebook. Also, got a answer phone message from uh, Baba Vanga. Uh, of um, Nostradamus of the Balkans, they call her. The ghost of Baba Vanga, in fact, as she died in the 80s. And she's got a few predictions for next year, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be all right. Um, Shall we have a look at what's been... uh, How is everyone? Is everyone all right? I know I haven't seen you in a couple of days. I hope you're all okay. I hope you're all doing fine. Look, I can see you all in the chat. Dimmy, Paulie, Steve, Diz, uh, Laminard, Chode, Steve, Anthony... Tom Cam, Squidgy Beats, Rob, Stin, they're all in there. Just a bunch of decent, honest, God-fearing folk. Out for a better way of life. Out for a better quality of... Lobsters. Oh, don't you play this game with me again. Bloody... Lobsters. Yeah, you better believe it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Wesley Snips, they'll never understand our love. Uh, right, look, guys, hey, great. Uh, Paulie in the chat saying, will the Thursday's ranking record show go up on Spotify still? Yeah, 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 no, they will. I've just been a bit lax of getting them up, and because I've got so many different things in so many different places, it's all sort of a bit confusing, and I've done a couple of these ranking and friends podcasts on the Jaguar Skills one and the Killer Keller one. And that's what that one was supposed to be for, but I ended up putting all the Rankings Records ones uh, on there at the same time. So, but yeah, I'll get them up. I'll get them up. It's fine. I'm, you're all intelligent, you know, honest God-fearing folk. You understand. You understand these things. You understand the crazy world I live in, the crazy way I do business. And uh, you, you, thanks for bearing with me. Like I say, this show is just a group of people around the world just bearing with me. So look, let's get into it. Man gets lung infection after sniffing own socks. Wow, that's that's intense. I can imagine, um, you know, they have uh, smelling salts to bring people round when they're fainted. Perhaps a, um, a young woman or something has fainted after hearing some swear words or 
you know, so that, I don't know, seeing a bare-chested man. Like, I, I, look, all I can imagine, like, you say Vladimir Putin rides into town on his horse, bare-chested, and some of the young ladies, you know, oh, a sight like that, whew, they'll faint dead away. Get some smelling salts out for him. Also, them, them weightlifters. You know the weightlifters, big boys, aren't they? Burly, big-eared boys with biceps as big as Bournemouth. Well, they they have the smelling salts before they... um. Do the lift up the big heavy stuff. Yeah, pick heavy stuff up, put it down again, that sort of thing. Um, I've always thought that you know, after a couple of days of unwashed bell end, that would uh, th- that would work. You know, that's a um, that's a cheap commodity as well. Unwashed bell end. You know, there's no real cost. I don't think there's necessarily an environmental impact to it. It's sustainable. It's organic, I guess, in a way. Look, I'm just saying that that is maybe something we might want to consider for merch. Smelling salts made out of... Un- right, look, oh, sorry, I'll crack on. Man gets lung infection after sniffing own socks. A man has ended up in hospital with a severe fungal infection in his lungs caused by sniffing his socks. <whistles> Damn. An unnamed man from China... Oh, this is just lies then, isn't it? Like, just immediately have fallen at the first hurdle. Um, an unnamed man from China uh, would take a whiff every day at the end of work. Uh, as he was changing into more comfortable clothing, he would take off his smelly socks and inhale the odour. Mmm, the sweet smell of success. Smells like teen spirit. As a result, he caught an infection from a fungus that had developed in his footwear from his sweaty feet and spread to his lungs, and he breathed in the spores. It's an occupational hazard, I guess, isn't it? Uh, the man was admitted as an emergency case in the hospital in the city of uh, Zhuang Hall. I guess that's... I've I'm just going out on the limb with that pronunciation. Uh, where an x-ray confirmed uh, him suffering from a severe lung infection. He's been kept in for treatment. They confirmed it was caused by his frequent sniffing of his own socks. People with foot fetish have been... Uh, with a foot fetish, thank you. Um, have been known for... about Have been known about for many years. Um, although fascination with socks itself is less well known. It's not really a fascination or a fetish, is it? Sniff your own socks and go, Poy, that's a good one. That's smelling your own farts or, you know, smelling your own... I don't know, just having a scratch down there and having a little sniff of it. It's just checking it out, isn't it? Just being in touch with your body. It's just being in tune with the ways and the natural rhythms of your own body. There's nothing to be ashamed of. No shame at all. This is a safe space to just really explore, get to know yourself, get to know your own body. Um, but earlier this year, a 21-year-old from America revealed that she had attra- uh, attracted a sock daddy. Uh, who was prepared to pay large sums for her sweaty socks. That's not news. That's been going on for ages. Um, yeah, well, that's the extent of that story. That's um, good for them, I would say. Uh, good for who? Exactly. Good for people selling socks. Good for people selling, you know. Um, apparently, it's not as easy. I've spoken to people. <laughs> I've got contact. It's not as easy as just going like, I'll oh, stick my sweaty undies online and, I don't know, some, some weird geezer will buy them. Um, maybe, maybe back in the day, but now it's a, it's a saturated market. <laughs> pun intended. You've got now. You need to. You need to go along with a video of you making them all sweaty and stuff. I mean, I could do. You know, it, look. If I, I want to expand the station, you know, and like, I want to. You know, rather than you know, just trying to demand that the you know get the Patreon dollars. I could. I could. A become a cam girl. That's that's one thing. I mean, I'm I sort of am in a way. 
Or I could do the sweaty undies for cash. I could do a few videos, me doing jiu-jitsu or something in them, you know, rolling around with the lads. Someone will buy them. Man, woman or beast. Who cares as long as they've got cash. Know what I mean? Right, come on. Let's get in the shop with these shoe throwers. What have we got? Um, ooh. 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 Uh, okay, so this is Maztec. Uh, Maztec Timeless Current Value Remix. It's rascal. Be prepared. If there are any young children in the room, don't be afraid to cover their ears. Um, this is this is nice. This will blow away the weekend cobwebs. It's a bit digi, you know. A bit fucking pokey, yeah. It's a narky bit of gear, all right, all right. Sam, thanks for the advice. This is an advice I've been giving to a lot of people, actually, about that I've actually wanted to make quite clear, and I, I, I need to take my own advice here. Look, if you wear your coat inside, you're not going to feel the benefit, you know, and I'm just worried that people won't be feeling benefits, okay? Big up to everyone that listened to Irregular Joe's show last night. His new weekly uh, collection of utter madness. It was great. Uh, I'm gonna work. I think he's gonna get stuff up as a podcast, or there'll there'll be some sort of listen again feature, uh, which will go up on the Threshold uh, site, threshold.fm/archive, is where you can uh, get all of that action. Also, I'll start archiving Duff's show. And tonight sees the beginning of Gold Top Radio, which is uh, Cruck and Bide. 
playing some fine bloody shoe throwers. That's at seven o'clock tonight. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bloody rascal, that is. That's uh, Maz Tech. It's called Timeless. It's the current value remix of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe did promise that I'd give everyone a handy. That's fine. All right, well, just form an orderly queue. Yeah, we'll just get this over with. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, listen, guys, lads. Lads and lasses, lads, all, all, all sisters, brothers, and others. Um, I've got an answer phone uh, system set up now, and uh, Nick Clegg uh, has left a message. So we'll have a little little whiz on that now, shall we? Hi, you're through to dot FM. So please leave your message after the tone. <laughs> hey guys, it's Nick Clegg here, man. Long-legged Cleggy Wag, yeah, former leader of the fucking Liberals, man. And anyway, I just like to, I just thought I'd get in touch because you know I'm going to work for Facebook next year with Zuckerberg. It's going to be pretty fucking cool, man. Pretty groovy, and you know they legalised the herb out there, so that's fucking cool. Anyway, look, I just set up a Facebook account because I thought I wanted to hit the ground running and I've got a few ideas for how to make it better. So I thought I'd share them with you, man, and just let me know what you think. Because, you know, I want to make a good impression when I get there so I can sit at fucking Zuck's table at lunch and stuff. Anyway, so what I thought, yeah, is like, so you see that you can, like, add people as your friend. That's pretty cool. But what is cooler than friends the best friends so what if you could have like a feature on your profile where like you could put a little section with your best friends in like maybe your top eight best friends or something that would be fucking cool man and then you could like put people in you'll be like look man you're one of my top eight best friends pretty cool i think you'll agree the next thing yeah is like People like music these days, don't they? Music's pretty fucking groovy and everyone knows about music and stuff. And it's like, so what about if when someone clicked on your profile and that, it played your favourite tune and then you could change it when you change your favourite tune. Pretty cool idea, I think you'll agree. Anyway, like the last one, yeah. And I think this is going to be a game changer. Is what if you could like change the color and like the layout and the design of your profile, man? And you could put fucking sparkly graphics and all that sort of groovy shit on there, kind of pimp it up a little bit. That would be so cool. Honestly, you could spend all fucking day doing it. It would be wicked. Anyway, look, that's about it for it now. But, like, let me know what you think, yeah? I think the ideas are cool, but I want to know what you think, man. Oh, and look, a last thing, yeah. If you haven't already, try CBD oil, man. It's pretty fucking cool. Anyway, though, got to go. Tom from MySpace is here. We're going to play GameCube and have a fucking smoke up. Bye! 
Nick Clegg there, a former leader of the Liberal Democrats. He's off to work at Facebook. He's off to work with the Zuck. I hope he, uh, I hope he does well. And, um, you know, I wish him the best of luck, man. I wish him, uh, I wish him all, all, all kinds of luck, I guess. All kinds of luck. Right. Okay. Well, look, we've got, um, what else we got to get into? There's, uh, oh yeah, pie eating competition here that's worth getting into. Red meat and potato banned from World Pie Eating Championships over farting fears. Yeah. I mean, farts are going to be an issue, aren't they, at a pie eating contest? I mean, that's just an occupational hazard, though, isn't it? Surely people know the risks. World Pie Eating Championship has descended into chaos after contestants were forced to change their filling to chicken. Uh, to stop them breaking wind. Uh, It will be the first time in its 26-year-long history the competition has not used red meat and potatoes over fear the ingredients could cause unwelcome smells. The decision was made in the wake of a recent scandal at a dart... In the wake of a recent scandal at a darts event where a competitor said he was put off by another player's farts. Um, Well, we've already covered that. Uh, It's up for debate who dropped the fart, but it did apparently was pretty bad. Uh, officials have said the move was necessary to make the event more enjoyable for onlookers. Wow, is it that bad? Yikes. Uh, the change has left little time for competitors to change their training regimes. And a former champion has claimed it could even mean, heaven forbid, a southerner could take the title. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is rough. It's appalling. Uh, in 1992, pie-eating champion Dave Smythe said... There's a great skill in down... Oh, sorry. Uh, How yeah! There's a great skill in down in the pie without spillage. Come splatter or swallow stall. Talent, talent developed over, over many years in that lake. Chicken's less demanding and requires completely different, less challenging technique from meat and potato or like that. It's just a fucking watering down and cuddling a society's bunch of fucking snowflake cooks and that going on about the fucking pies. Well, I can't even leave the pies and that. I don't even understand it. Uh, the introduction of chicken means lower, lower level weekend competitors will be mixing in with the elite group. <laughs> oh no! Oh, next they'll be mixing up the genders. Oh, that that'll be it. They'll be over. Yeah, big boys, these pie eaters. I'm telling you, they're um, yeah, not fucking about. I predict not just a shot win, but an unrepresentative winning that, even uh, possibly even by a southerner. <laughs> this last minute rule change is like swapping regulation footballs for plastic balls and that Cristiano Ronaldo would not tolerate playing with plastic balls now, the prize will be awarded on uh, in the awarded at the 2018 competition taking place at a pub in Wigan on Tuesday hey we got to tune in for this this is well, tomorrow tomorrow um Jesus, uh, so I always get distracted by the nonsense in the sort of side column. It's um, it's almost exclusively news about Piers Morgan, uh, Tommy Robinson, or animal cruelty. It's it's one and the same, really. Um, uh, I've lost it now. Tony Ca- Tony Callaghan, owner of a competition venue Harry's Bar, said the surprise element for many pie purists is that we're going chicken. Uh, we're steering away from red meat content this year for health considerations and to avoid the methane issue. Bizarre. Uh, the warning about greenhouse gases from... Oh, here we go. Oh, no. the, ve- the Oh, dear. Oh, they're buying into the vegan propaganda. Um, uh, the warnings about greenhouse gases, from, greenhouse gases from cattle and the controversy involving uh, farting at the darts tournament 
um, have really distracted players. Uh, the winner of the contest is whoever eats a standard pie the fastest. Oh, they're only like, oh, they're 12, 12 centimeter pies. They're just sort of those normal pies. I mean, hmm. Uh, the world record is twenty three seconds. Well, that's good to know. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to look forward to um, finding out what happens at that because yeah, people are going to be upset if a southerner wins. There, there's heads will roll. It's going to be rough. All right, look, here's a good tune from last year. It's out on Lifted. It's called Jaeger Clap by uh, Afe. I guess is the pronunciation of that. There's a lot going on in it.
year. That'll do. That's Jaeger Clap by Eif. 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 Whatever. That was on Lifted from uh, last year. Uh, it's called Yoga Clap. It's by A. It's a uh, it's a hot bit. There's another tr- uh, the other bit on the single. It's called like Death Camp 13 or something. It's fucking boring. Uh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My computer's having a little spaz attack. It's fine though. Don't worry about it. It's no problem. It's no bother, is it? It's no bother. Uh, anyway, look. Baba Vanga's been on the phone. Uh, they call her the uh, Nostradamus of the Balkans. Uh, well, the ghost of Baba Vanga. She passed in the 80s, I believe. And uh, she's got some predictions uh, for next year. So should we find out what she's uh, what she's into? Hi, you're through to... .fm. So please leave your message after the tone. Hello, Threshold. It is I, the ghost of Baba Vanga. The Nostradamus of the Balkans. I have a prophecy for you, dumb lobsters. Do not take this lightly. Your jokes and ridicule of the jump-up will cause you to meet sticky end. The jump-up proletariat will rise up against the evil neurofunk bourgeoisie and they will seize the means of music production. Many million will die. Many more will suffer, locked away in the jump-up gulags, forced to listen to same baseline on repeat until they driven truly insane. The revolution will be bloody and cruel. All raves will be jump-up, and anyone caught trying to make liquid or neuro will face the firing squad. Heed my warning, lobsters, for I am Baba Vanga, and I fucking know about this shit, okay? Right, see you later, virgins. Wow, Baba Vanga there, the ghost of Baba Vanga making some pretty terrifying predictions about 2019. I'm concerned. I'm registering my concern now, as that sounds like a truly hellish dystopian nightmare. Anyway, look, cocaine, uh, Uber for cocaine. Gangs use call centres to deliver drugs by courier 24-7. Rob Wah of the uh, Metro reports. Uh, Rob Wah there, the um, nightmare angel of the expressways, as he calls himself. A huge upsurge in the amount of pure cocaine reaching Europe. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Has led to gangs offering Uber for cocaine services, according to the EU Drug Agency. Um, if there's pure cocaine in Europe, uh, my cock's a kipper. 
Uh, gangs use call centres to take calls from buyers, then dispatch cocaine on demand 24 hours a day in a new anytime, anywhere approach. They're enterprising, these uh, midnight entrepreneurs. They, um, they know how to make a pound note. You can't, you can't argue with that. Like, if Think about it. If you legalised all the drugs... These uh, midnight entrepreneurs, they'd have to turn their hand to something else to make their cash. And they're, they're intelligent. They're not stupid. They're enterprising. They're dripping with business acumen. They'd be very good on The Apprentice. Think about it. If they had to turn to legal ways to make a pound note, maybe they'd turn to something that might make the world a better place. Think about that, eh? eh? Think about that, um, uh, cops, uh, lawmakers, um, uh, uh, feds. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, such courier services exist in Britain, France and Belgium, where buyers get in touch with the call centre located in Spain or the Western Balkans, the report said. Wow, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of any... I mean, I've heard of people buying drugs off the dark web. I know people who have. Um, friend of a friend, yeah. And but I've never heard of this. Uh, these new methods reflecting an uberization of cocaine trade are clear signs of a competitive market in which sellers have to promote additional services beyond the product itself, such as fast delivery, anytime, anywhere. Get them delivered by drone. That's got to be the next thing, hasn't it? Paying Bitcoin, drone delivery, jobs are good in. Uh, the competition for customers has also seen an upsurge in cocaine-related murders, the agency said. Uh, that's less fun. Uh, the increasing supply of cocaine in Europe has coincided in the past few years with changes in the traditional smuggling routes from Liberia to large ports in Belgium, France and Germany. Uh, the port of Antwerp is now the single biggest entry port for cocaine into Europe, with 41 tonnes seized in 2017. And in 2016, 70.9 tonnes of the drug were seized in all uh, in Europe. Uh, the report warned that the new smuggling routes uh, through ports may represent only the tip of the iceberg, as other routes and trafficking modes, such as uh, private aviation, may simply go undetected. The extra output from Latin America, especially by the big producer Colombia, has led to growing numbers of gangs, including uh, from Morocco and Balkans, setting up their own smuggling lines straight from producers. It's fucking wild out there, man. It is uh, The fragmentation of cocaine trade in Europe appears to have resulted in increased competition among crime gangs uh, for national and cross-border territories in, in cocaine supply and retail, the report said. One of the consequences has been an increase in violence and drug-related homicide. I've never heard of this whole Uberization of, of, of any kind of drugs ringing up a call centre. Oh, man. Can you imagine? You're going to start getting spam calls from these fuckers. Like, it's going to be like unknown number. And like, here we go. You answer it. There's no one there. Hello? Hello? And it goes, hello? Hello, Mr. Rankin? Uh, yes. Who is this? Hello, Mr. Rankin. Are you okay today? Yes, I'm fine. Thanks. Who is this? Anyway, nothing to worry about. Just calling from the drug dealers. Sorry, the who? The drug dealers. Do you, um, are you the main cocaine purchaser in your household? Um, I... Uh, look, what, what, what exactly is it that you want? Do you want to get by any banger? We've got a two-for-one deal on grams of banger at the moment, and we can have it delivered to you within the hour. Um, banger? Yes, yes, it's the highest quality Colombian banger, and we can have it to you within an hour. Oh, um, how how much is that? Fifty on the gram. Oh, well, that's that's fairly reasonable for London prices. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Well, we're already tracking your phone, so we know exactly where you are. Okay, I love you. Bye. It's harrowing business. Harrowing bloody business. Look, here's Torn Place by Forward. <laughs> there was Chode Ryder in the chat saying, ha-ha, dealers breaking GDPR. Um, but there, people were getting messages like around the GDPR time of their dealers saying, if you still want to be on this list, please reply. <laughs> like, why are dealers complying with that? We're everywhere. Corrupted. And it was touched by something within. That Baba Vanga, big big bopper the whopper combination there is almost almost too much to take.
yeah, that's Torn Blaze by Forward. Yeah, that'll do, won't it? That'll be fine. Literally, no problems there. Run that one up the flagpole and it's just thumbs up. Just all round, really. Cool, man. Pretty fucking, pretty fucking groovy, man. All right, Clegg. Nando's is more unhealthy for you than McDonald's. Study reveals. Um... Well, I guess that probably depends on a few factors. Uh, when it comes to fast food, you'd expect it to be bad for you. Uh, that's kind of the appeal. Uh, you want to you want to lie hungover on your sofa, binge watching multiple series of Friends while you gorge on greasy food until you feel physically sick. Bliss. That is Dominic Smithers of Lad Bibles' idea of bliss. It's appalling. Get your act together. Um. But whereas you might expect the likes of McDonald's meals to be packed full of sugar and fat, they can't be. That can't be said for Nando's. I mean, how unhealthy can chicken and chips really be? Depends on a few factors, mate. Depends on a few factors. Well, apparently, pretty unhealthy. Um, this is more sort of like unnuanced, totally and utterly unnuanced um, nutritional reporting. It's, I mean, I don't know what I expected from that Bible, really. A, a study carried out by researchers at the University of Liverpool found that actually traditional fast food meals are less calorific than those served at restaurants, uh, which well exceed the 600 recommended for an evening meal. 600 calories for an evening meal is fuck all. Um, I mean, what... Anyway, look, don't get me started. Uh, a study looking at the calorie content of 13,000 meals from six fast food chains and 21 full-service restaurants in the UK revealed that customers at McDonald's, Whimpy, and Burger King were consuming, on average, uh, 751 calories. KFC, where the average meal contains 987 calories, was the worst offender among fast food chains. Uh, But this was still behind restaurants, which were found to be serving, on average, 1,033 calories. According to the study, Hungry Horse Meals had an average of 1,358 calories, while J.D. Weatherspoon's meals came in at 1,119. And perhaps quite surprising, uh, surprisingly, plucking in an, ex- an impressive 1,019 calories onto their plates is Nando's. Uh, that is just a little bit cheekier. Uh, Dr. Eric Rob- Robinson who led the study, said only one in ten of the meals we surveyed could be considered healthy a number of calories. Uh, Although some of the results are shocking, uh, our findings probably underestimate the number of calories consumed in restaurants uh, because our analysis did not include drinks, starters, desserts, or sides. Yeah, I mean, it just depends what you order, doesn't it? Like, if you go to Nando's and you order a whole chicken and nothing else, and all you eat is the chicken, I don't believe you can eat enough of it to put on weight. Um, it's really clear what the food industry needs to do. They need to act more responsibly and reduce the number of calories that they're serving. Is it? Or maybe people just need better education about what they should and shouldn't be eating. Oh, I've gone down this road. Why isn't anyone here to stop me? This is ridiculous. Get your act together. Like, and this is why I need an intern who can just be on the other side of the camera looking at me and just going like, no, you're going down and you're doing the nutrition thing again. No one cares. No, no one cares. Well, no, nah, no one cares. Do you get started on anti-vaxxers in a bit? Again, just, uh, you know, leave it. Get back onto the sex robot news. Play a few more shoe throwers. Come on. All right, sorry. Um, what else have we got here? 
Oh, great. Uh, now you can buy edible chocolate bum holes. This is pretty cool. I think you can actually have them moulded as well of your own anus. So that's decent. So that that is probably, that would be a good Christmas gift for the Patreon uh, supporters. Um, moulded chocolate um, versions of my, my butthole. Uh, where are we? Okay. Uh, Jess Hardiman of the Lad Bible reports, Christmas is great and all, but now you have a pain in the ass to get all the presents uh, before the big day. It's just exhausting having to um, traipse round town in the pouring rain, seeking out gifts that somehow strike a balance between looking great and costing next to nothing because you're actually a tight bastard. Speak for yourself there, Jess Hardiman of the Lad Bible. That means all your relatives are given a veritable selection of, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of preamble in this. Um... Okay, right. The milk chocolate edible anuses are being sold by Prezi Box for six ninety nine. Decent. Um, it'll fit right into uh, into that five to eight pound Secret Santa budget. Maybe pad it out with a Toblerone if you're feeling particularly generous. Uh, greet a friend. Uh, there, no, look, I saw other. These, there's obviously more than one edible anus on the market because I saw one where you you could mould it. Um, <laughs> you could mould your own anus, which is. Um, which is sort of truly terrifying, really, isn't it? Because I guess you've got... Uh, well, there's got to be some sort of applicator, isn't it, to get the, I guess, at the time, warm? Maybe not warm. Anyway, you've got to get something up your ass, or at least a little bit into your ass to get the shape. And then you presumably need to give that a bit of a rinse. <laughs> you rinse it. Maybe there's some sort of solution that you can buy for cleaning moon cups. You probably want the similar solution to clean the mould of Uranus. Give it a clean. Probably give it another clean. Wait half an hour. Give it one more clean. And then, yeah, you get some nice hot chocolate. You know, drizzle it over the anus mould. And uh, press out a few delicious um, chocolate anuses. I I think it would be... It it is a perfect gift uh, for a, a co-worker or your priest. I think you go in for Christmas midnight mass... And you're like, ER Creepy Gary, sorry, uh, Father Father Creepy Gary, is some um, delicious chocolate anuses. And you'll say, thank you, my child. It is genuinely exactly what I wanted. Um, I am a Catholic priest after all. Right, look, let's play a couple more of these shoe throwers and then we can crack on with our days. Uh, what we've got, this is um, Blow Them Away by Serum. It's on hospital. It's, um, well, it's on hospital compilation anyway. <laughs> Sam in the chat with the day-to-day references. Dimmy, eat the skin. Always eat the skin. Yeah. Now blow them away. Now blow them away. Now blow them away. Now blow them away, now blow them away, now blow them away, now blow them away, now blow them away. Now blow them away. Now blow them away. Now blow them away, now blow them away, now blow them away. Yeah, I'll fingers on the red bar. I'll tell them I'm to say nothing. They wanna try it with their life. I've got the silence of the gunshot. Put it in a mouth and they wanna see bluffing. No cold steel, I'm not running. I'm cold side, I'm not fussing. Satellite phone, I'm to a Russian man. 
Stayed in the chat. He's dropping the big bombs. Yeah, you're right. That snare does sound like a silenced PP7 from Goldeneye. Or was it a wolf of PPK? PP7? PPK? PP7. Blow them away. Is that injure on it? Presumably. Makes sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Come on. High-tech Russian robot turns out to be man wearing a suit. <laughs> Gotta love them cheeky Ruskies. Hey. They, um... <laughs> They're, um, they'd they're, they're do anything, won't they? Just to make sure they seem like they're ahead, that they're leading leading the tech. So funny. Um, a Russian state television channel uh, has been left red-faced after filming a showcase of a pioneering robot which turned out to be a man in a suit. Um, this, is the, this is known as the Scooby-Doo, um, <laughs> a Sc- a Scooby-Doo paradox. Um, this is Jasper Hamill, my arch nemesis of the Lab Bible. Uh, he reports, reports, reports. Uh, Russia 24 broadcast footage from a youth forum dedicated to robotics, which was supposed to demonstrate the nation's cutting-edge expertise. Uh, Robot Boris <laughs> has already learned to dance, and he's not bad. 
Uh, it's entirely possible one of these students could dedicate himself to robotics. Oh, so it's a ruse to get kids into robotics. Uh, especially as at the forum, they'd have the opportunity to look at the most modern robots. So look, should we get him, get Boris up? Um, there he is. He looks pretty cool, doesn't he? He looks pretty advanced. You would never question that that was just <laughs> a geezer, probably called Boris, in a suit. Um, Boris, the robot, then performed a little dance after the words, I know mathematics uh, well, but I also want to learn to draw. I were heard in the auditorium. However, eagle-eyed bloggers and social media users were quick to notice that something wasn't right. Uh, why did the bot make unnecessary movements while dancing? And why did he have no sensors fitted to its body? <laughs> Photographs of the robot also show human skin visible in the gap between the body and the head. Uh, the answer was later revealed as it was um, Aloysia the robot, a costume made by a firm called Show Robots. It uh, looks like the mix-up was a mistake rather than a deliberate attempt to mislead viewers. Uh, and the organisers of the robotic conference are not believed to have tried to pass it off, uh, pass off the suit as a robot. Well, they clearly did, didn't they? Now they're just backtracking. Oh no, no, no. We you, you, we said it was a man in a suit. Well, you didn't. Yeah, but he is just a man in the suit. Yeah, we know. Stop part trying to pass it off as a real robot. Uh, <laughs> you crazy bastards. Oh, well, bless them, though, eh? You? you know, they're, trying, they're doing their best, aren't they? Um, what else have we got? Apparently, there are seven types of penises in the world, according to Alan Scott from the Metro. Uh, let us begin by saying there is no perfect penis, or any perfect body part, for that matter. Um, comparing our bits only leads to misery and disappointment. Striving for perfection is fruitless, especially when the perfect vulvar, penis, bobs, or whatever doesn't actually exist. According to you... Uh, Alan Scott, but well, I think you'll find that my opinion is very mediocre. <laughs> um, what's a better idea? Enjoying your individual beauty? Nice, right? Um, okay, so there's, all right, there's the pencil. All right, look, let's just get into it. There are, who, who, who is this according to? Uh, there are five types of vulva, apparently, five types of bum, and eight types of nipples. They've got a separate story about all of those, so that's pretty much the rest of the week covered, isn't it? Um... Uh, now we have learned that there are apparently seven types of peen. Uh, this is according to Darren Breen, who likes the peen. Uh, managing director at iMedicare Limited. His company sees around 400 to 600 patients and thus penises a month. What do they do, though? What do they do? Uh, so he knows about all... <laughs> he, he, uh, <laughs> uh, so he knows all about the appearance of peen. They've actually used the word peen there. That's cool. He told Mail Online that there are seven main shapes of penis... Uh, as you can see, the pencil, sort of long and thin. Uh, the pepper, which is, uh, I think some people would call a pie willy. Uh, cone, which is thinner at the end than it is at the base. Banana, bit of a curve to it. The hammer, wow, it's basically big bell end. Uh, the sausage, which just looks like a sort of normal, it looks very average. Uh, the cucumber, it's thick. It's thick. And that's it. Great. Which type of penis do I have? Uh, I'm going to go for none of the above. They don't have micro on the list. Um, yeah. Anyway, look, to play us out. Uh, now, I'm going to play this Calibre thing again because I do really like it. It's got omens in it and that's good news for me. Uh, it's called Under You and You. It's on the new Calibre album, 4AM. Uh, you may have heard it referenced in such hilarious videos as Should Jump Up DMB Be Banned? 
Uh, brief bit of housekeeping. Leveller's going to be on the show tomorrow. He's going to attempt to defend Jump Up as the political ideology. That should be fun. Uh, Thursday is going to be the Coffee and Memes Christmas party. Should have my missus and Twitty in. Uh, there we're going to be getting pissed basically, so that'd be fun. On the condition that neither of them let me down. Chode Rider in the chat says it's all about the Chode. I'm inclined to agree. Also, news, uh, I've just added Scientific to the lineup of guests at the Untangling Mental Health in Music event. Uh, that will be for the first one, for the January the 15th. Potentially Ben Verse as well. Potentially Mampy. Uh, I'm chatting to him at the moment. If he has time, that would be amazing. Hopefully have him in for a podcast as well in January. Just leaving me time to shout out the VIP list. It's a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting this show and Threshold as a whole on Patreon. If you want your name on this list, shout it out at the end of every show. Just head on over to Patreon. There's a link in the YouTube description. There's links on the support the show section of the website. You can get yourself on this list. It's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, CR and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cannon, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heiselbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, and Peter Blatchford. Fine bunch of lobsters.
There are also a few of these mugs left. I'd rather be double dropping the nine. And then on the other side it says threshold.fm, church of the shoe thrower. It's not focusing. Oh well, you just have to take my word for it. Um, but there's still a few left. A whole load more going out today. A whole load more have already gone out. Uh, and also if you're on the Whistles crew and you haven't sent me your address yet, uh, you get one for free. That's Whistles Crew on Patreon. That's those supporting for $25 a month or more. Get in touch. I'm, sa- I'm saving you them. Also, uh, Clayton of Renegade Hardware fame uh, has got a book coming out in January, which apparently uh, is fairly explosive. And Radio One won't have him on for an interview. UKF won't interview him. So I said, come on the podcast. He said, let's make it happen. Uh, although I'm not friends with him on Facebook, so his, I think my messages to him are just going into his spam box. Uh, so... Get get in the comment section of his uh, of his Facebook and tell him tell him to uh, come on the podcast and we'll get him on. I think it'll be uh, it'll be an exciting podcast. Maybe it'll upset some people. I don't know. It sounds uh, it sounds like a it sounds like a wild ride though that book. And yeah, I'm sure that'll be an interesting podcast. All right, lobsters, I love you very much. I will see you at 10 a.m. tomorrow. You are all fine beasts. Uh, It just leaves me to let you know that 7 o'clock tonight is going to be the first episode of Gold Top Radio, uh, which is Cruck and Bide uh, playing two hours of fine, loose, lace looseners. And uh, apparently there's someone on called the Supreme Leader, which sounds sort of weird and uh, a little bit... Communist detective. Um, We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, look, I love you. Be be good. Be good to yourselves. Tidy your rooms. Just sort your act out. Tidy your rooms. Get 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 buff. Get jacked. Get bodied up. You know, go for a run. Watch some David Goggins videos. Go on Instagram. Find David Goggins and watch a load of his videos and then go to the gym. <laughs> That's my advice. Right, look, I love you all. Uh, I'm going to go and strangle people at lunch. It'll be fine. Okay, take it easy. Love you. Bye.